You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. The best thing about having a photo shoot right after Ricketts Fest is that. Yeah, uh, thanks for that, Greg. You're representing both of us. You know I, this, right? I am covered. In knobs and bumps and uh, scratches, <laughs> and uh, I I got bit. My my battle with the insects. Let's just say the insects won this round. They always win. Any they round won this round, you. minus those two mosquitoes that I found. Otherwise, that was my only revenge the entire weekend. Okay. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. And you can always go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and subscribe to the network. The podcast is always free, but you can get so, so much more for the low price of six ninety nine a month. And the first week is free. It sure is. And you support us immensely by doing so. And you get to listen to all of the live programming on here, access to the exclusive archives, where we now have the moving, movie commentary for Clues up in there, mm-hmm. all kinds of different things. In there, it's up in there. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yes, indeed. How are you so, doing? <laughs> covered man, over there. <laughs> I I am trying so hard not to itch right now. So we've got a ton of stuff coming up here on the show today for you. But uh, I think it is important that I talk about the struggles I am having right now. So one, my computer is not working because I forgot the uh, charger for it. So I'm sans computer for the show for the first time I think ever. Yeah, this is a little and, bit um, weird. Just so you me. know, I've asked him about four times. Like, hit record. Hit record? I hit it's, record. It's recording. It is recording. So it just means, so it doesn't affect the podcast as no. such. It's just, it's still recording the same way it does. However, Greg always uses his computer to render the files, do all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. Also, you know, be in the chat, look for things on the internet. Yes. Do all of those functional things. And Going all off the top of my head today, Sarah. Lo- oh, lucky me. Yes, indeed. Lucky, lucky yes, me. Yes, indeed. So, uh, so like I said, a ton of stuff coming up to, today on the show. But we do need to talk about, I think, maybe right off the bat, I should explain why I'm covered in bites. So this last weekend was my annual guy's camping trip. Man Such, trip. It's a man trip. So named. Is it really, though? Ricketts a, Fest, uh-huh. because we play the royal game of Ricketts, in which we throw rocks at cans. It's a royal game now. It's a royal game. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, everything's dictated by the Supreme Ricketts Council, which is myself, Nate, and Gavin. Although Gavin was not in attendance, uh, Nate and I did have the ruling power. So if there was any... we w- The way it works is when you're playing Ricketts with everybody else, mm-hmm. if there's any disputes, if there's any questions about rules, we have the final say and the final ruling, that, uh, and there is no disputing it. Once we say it, that's what it is. And so we have that uh, power that we've granted ourselves, and we can never be voted off of the Supreme Ricketts Council. Is everybody who goes to Ricketts Fest a part of the Supreme Ricketts Council? Nope. Only Nate and I. Nate, oh, Gavin, okay. and I. We are the only three. Since we are the inventors of the game, we are the Supreme Ricketts Council. Wow, you must be so obnoxious. No, I actually, I didn't abuse it too much this time, but I did have to settle some disputes. There was there were there are people that will lobby for one thing or another if there's a dispute about a rule or something a, a discrepancy in the game and then we have to come to a conclusion and as long as Nate and I are in agreement then it's all it's all good and okay. we're usually in agreement. All right. So yep. you ended up leaving. So we had our interview uh, with Heather McDonald. Yes. Last Friday. Yes, indeed. Which was awesome. And then uh, talked with her. And then Greg was hurriedly doing everything to like get the show up. So he got a, he got the show done in record time. Yeah. Yeah, Which it, makes me think that sometimes he might drag it out a little bit because I he got that he was like like usually it takes about like a half an hour for us to get to get everything rendered and uploaded to the proper places and everything, mm-hmm. and Greg was like bam 
just like 10 minutes and he's just like, all right, I'm done. Well, I'm the going computer was cooperating <laughs> with me on Friday, so happened to do it, to do that. So that uh, that did work out pretty good. So we got the show up and that is up for your perusal and listening, of course, at funemploymentradio.com. Uh, Greg, uh, people are asking in the chat, are you the King Joffrey of the Ricketts Council, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we did bring up some Game of Thrones references and yeah, it was kind of determined I can be a little bit King Joffrey-like. I think times. so. A little bit. But, you know, it's, it's exactly King, King Joffrey, like when you invite all of your friends to come out to a camping trip, but uh, it existed before your friendships with these people. And so you and Nate can lord over them the fact that you are the kings of the Ricketts Council because <laughs> you made up the stupid game that you're inviting everybody to come and play. Well, I mean, you set them up for a lose lose. Like you can come and we can go on this man man camping trip, man mamping, whatever you guys do. It's not and, called mamping. We don't call it that. And you know, but at the same time, like everyone's already set up to lose because since you invented it 15 years ago or whatever, they can never. No game is fun if you don't ever have the opportunity to be the one in power. Well, I mean, we follow the rules. I, I go along with the rules of the game. Just if there's a dispute, we are the ultimate deciding factor. There, there can be no what we rule. If we, if it does come down to something, that's what it is, and that's what it has to be. Now we'll listen. We'll listen to what people have to say. You Do you know? have a crown that you wear during Ricketts Fest? No, no, I don't have a crown that I wear. Although that's a good idea. But no, there is no crown. There's nothing like that. It's a game. Uh, it's a game. Uh, you know, a sporting game for men, and uh, right, and women can play Ricketts too. But. Oh, okay, well, Tristan, who was there, said it is a level playing field. Rules are followed. Yes, I follow the rules. If I'm told to do something, I will do it as long as it's within the rules of the game. It's just during disputes. That's when we are, we are the ultimate deciders okay. for settling. Things. Well, after, so after you'd finished rendering like v- impossibly quickly the show and getting everything ready, <laughs> then, uh, then it was time for you to go off into the mountains. At that particular moment, it was stormy outside. Yes. It was... It was pouring rain. Yes. And you're like, all right, I'm going into the mountains with just a tent and I forgot my tarps and here we go. So what I don't even I haven't even talked to you about Ricketts Fest. Okay. Like, I mean, I'm seeing you. You're here. Yes. You're alive. Yes. I'm surprised. Yeah. Every time you go to Ricketts Fest or when you do any of your camping <laughs> trips with your idiot friends, because you are an idiot. Therefore, your friends are idiots. I love them. Yeah. But you guys are all a bunch of idiots. Well, yeah. Um, Jason's a medic, though. See, so if we get into <laughs> trouble, then Jason's there. Okay. Jason can solve All right, so then you, you left, and what was it like when you were driving up to the mountain? Were you like, oh, shit, this is a really bad idea. It's storming outside. Well, we, we don't have any tarps. <laughs> What's going on? We did get out later. Well, other luckily, other people had tarps, um, and we'll get to that part, too. But uh, luckily, yeah, there, there were other tarps. We did get out rather late for um, – this is later in the season for this man camping trip. Usually, this happens earlier in the, in mm. the summer, but there was just too much going on. So – we were driving up there. It was Nate and I. So I, I rode with Nate. Actually, I drove uh, Nate's car up there with him. And we were the first ones out of town to go get the camping spot. Mm. Now, we stopped by at Estacada, which, by the way, that town is... Terrifying. Um, yeah, it can be. It can be. Wait, which way is Estacada? Estacada is east of here. Never eat soggy wall. Oh, east. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Did you just figure that out? No, I just I, I know that I've been to Estacada and I know that it was kind of a creepy little place, but I couldn't remember exactly where it was. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's on the border. It's of kind the of a murder town. Border, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see yeah. serial killers living there. Mm-hmm. It would be a good place for a serial killer. There's lots of open area where you can go out into the mountains and get rid of things. Sure, get rid of things that needs to be getting rid of. <laughs> um, but uh, so stopped by there and got food, got our got our beer, got our uh, got our whiskey for the weekend, and then headed up into the mountains. Let now, me ask you this: How much whiskey do you and Nate get for the weekend? Well, we got mostly vodka this time. There was a uh, there was a substantial amount. I mean, you don't want. Here is the thing: when you are up there camping, you are a good. 
It's not like we're going way out in the woods, but it's still a good 45-minute drive to get back into town, mm. 45 minutes an hour to get back in if you forgot something. Yeah. And so you don't want to you don't want to be up there. Are we talking without. like a, a couple half gallons? Three half gallons? No, it's a couple of fifths. Oh, it's so much more than that, but whatever, you're trying not to sound like an alky. Okay, there we go. (laughs) There we go. And we share. Everyone shares it, so Mm -hmm. that's that's all fine and good. Um, you know, and this is what I'd, I'd saved up for this. So it's a, it's an event and you just, you don't want to run out. That's the thing. Yeah. You don't want to run out. That so you want to make sure terrible. you have all your food and all of that stuff. Now, here's the thing. I do have to say, Nate and I have been camping our entire lives, especially Nate. He's an Eagle Scout. He's, he's done. Nate even lived off the grid for a while there. Nate lived off the grid in Alaska for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Alaska, off mm-hmm. the grid. Like, yep. you know, like n- no electricity, no anything. Like he's he's legit. He's one of those survivalist guys. He yeah. knows how to survive and all that stuff. But here's the thing we realized once we got about, I don't know, 35 minutes away from, from Estacada up in the mountains, basically the point of no return. Then we realized we bought a lot of food, bought a lot of beer, but we forgot to get water. Oh, God. <laughs> so we we went up there, and I'm like, holy, holy shit, we don't have any water with us. We have no water. But luckily, we had Nate's, um, Nate's water filter. So we were okay. okay. We could drink the river water. Oh. Oh, yeah, you just drink the river water. You just got to pump it out. It's just kind of a pain. That, uh, that's generally not something that I forget, and that's why I'm saying we really do know how to camp. We can go backpacking in for a long ways. We're, we're fine. You've got the number one basic survival thing that you need <laughs> and, and everything. Like, you could survive without food. You could survive without shelter. The one thing that you need is the thing that you forgot. But we had the water filter. Okay. Ew, drinking river water. I wouldn't even t- trust that through a water filter. No, oh, no, it's fine. Okay. It does taste a little funny, though. I'm sure it does. It depends on where, where you're getting it from. Mm-hmm. Just make sure it's always upstream from anything else going on. So uh, so anyway, we got there. We, we ended up uh, getting the spot that we wanted, which was, which was awesome. Got set up, and, um, and Nate and I kind of waited around there waiting for other people to come up. And then, um, you know, Dan and, just, Dan and uh, Tim came up that night. Had a good time. And the thing is, though, I was there for... I had figured that maybe since this was the end of the season, you know, it's literally fall just started mm-hmm. while we were up there, that maybe since it's storming and all this stuff, might be a little bit out of mosquito season. Oh, no, you're never out of mosquito season. What are you talking about? I found out within about 15 minutes of being there, I was wrong about that mm-hmm. and already had one bite on my arm. See, and I was like, this is what I was asking you about when I was giving you the glamping checklist. One of the things was insect repellent. And you're like... I don't need insect repellent right no, now. No, I had, there was some insect repellent there. I, I had some, but I also forgot to put it on for a little while. And regardless, it doesn't really do that much for me. Insect repellent will will temper it for a little bit, but unless I'm constantly putting it on, which is really bad for you too, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. I will still get bit. I can see it didn't work. Well, I'm looking my at Greg, he looks are, like he, there is a pox upon him. It does. It does look like I might have chicken pox on my arms. Um, there are a lot, there's a lot of bites. There's a lot of bites. Mm-hmm. So it's been the night of Friday night, had a good time. Um, you know, a little wrestling match broke out. That's why I have a little bit of a cut on my face. It was, it was all in good fun, but that's why, uh, if you notice, there's a scratch on my nose. Oh, and, I noticed. Which of course, you know, since we do have our photo shoot in two days is wonderful. Yeah, that's real great, Greg. I'm really gra- glad that you did that. Yeah. You're an idiot. Whoopsie daisy. And it should all be healed in two days, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, okay. you don't know how to use makeup. Okay. Um, so, uh, so did that. Woke up on Saturday, and my arms were covered. 
covered in bites. What you see right now, this isn't even how bad it was on Saturday. So I started counting them on my right arm and I stopped at about 25 or so and I was like oh this is pointless there's just there's more than I can count and and it literally like 25 just on my right forearm that doesn't count my legs that doesn't count my face my neck my other arm just my right forearm oh my God. there was at least this 25 bites on there itch. and um and as it as it came to be I found out later that uh later that night that um there I had my brand new tent that I was using which I did stay dry Good. I stayed dry through the storms, and that was all good. There were two mosquitoes that were hanging out in my tent that somehow got in there when I had opened it up and basically had a feast on me all night long. Oh, that's so creepy. They, they, you got gangbanged by mosquitoes. I got gangbanged by two mosquitoes. Oh, they went God. to town on me. Went to town. And, of course, that was when it was, I was comfortable in my tent. I'd taken my socks off and Gross. was just kind of laying there and, and hanging out. My, my feet are covered in bites, too. Uh, basically, any exposed skin is completely covered, and that's kind of what happened to me. So my arms, it is causing me so much pain right now not to not to itch them and just start scratching and scratching yeah, and scratching. Yeah, he's sitting there. Uh, Greg's sitting there holding his arms out like the beginning of Dexter when he's pulling his shoelaces tighter. Yeah, yeah, that's about what it feels like. It is, it, it's unbelievable how much my body itches right now. So anyway, I did find out that, that I, I did get feasted upon. Also, there were about a million daddy long legs up there for some reason. Gross. I don't even know why. Now, they can't hurt you. I don't care. They can get stuck in your hair. Uh, that they did. They did, oh. they did get stuck That's in my hair. That's why I don't like, like it's a, one of those things. It isn't because I, I don't like spiders because I'm afraid they're going to bite me. It's because I have had them. I've had bugs fall apart in my hair because I'll feel something in my hair and then I'll mm-hmm. be like, ah, and then mush it and then it'll rip apart inside of my hair because I have so much hair mm-hmm. and then I'll have pieces of bug in my hair. Oh, it's the worst thing. Oh, yeah. I did all weekend. Oh, God. Yeah, I caught a couple of them in my, in my hair. But did you know that daddy long legs are not spiders? Sir? They're actually not spiders. Okay. They're a different kind of creature. Altogether. Yes. People are asking, what is this Dexter which you speak? We will not, by the way, for, for a while, we will not, just for the record, be giving any spoilers today for the, the finale. Yeah, for the, the series. series finale, which happened last night. Because I know a lot of people are still catching up, even though the spoilers are everywhere on the internet. So I would say avoid the internet today if you do not if you don't want, want it to spoiled. know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, by all means. Yeah, even when I posted something about it and I wrote, no spoilers, please, on my thing, people are writing out, like, the entire storyline as comments. I'm like, I don't I don't think you're understanding what no spoiler means. Yeah, <laughs> don't. I don't trust anyone with that kind of thing. Yeah, like, I'm not going to post anything to spoil it for anyone. Um, I'll say, the only thing I'll say about the Dexter thing, and then, then we can get back to, to, to Ricketts Fest. Oh, please, was, I want to hear more about bugs in was, your hair. Was, um, I didn't think the ending was that bad. I, I kind of... I kind of liked it. Me too. And I think, I think we we're are, the only two people in the world. We are the only two people on earth that apparently did. I liked it. We're I, okay with it. Yeah. I really. You know, I don't think it was the greatest thing ever, but I don't, I certainly think they could have done a lot worse with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some, pretty much everybody else out there up here apparently uh, hates it. Hates I know. It like if you ever. give your opinion, it's just like, all right, you know, cause everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I'm not as angry about the ending. Like you're clearly angry. I'm like, I, I enjoyed it. So, yeah. I mean, and so, like, I feel like people are angry because if, if somebody enjoyed it, then it's not, like, right. it's not right. Yeah. Because I felt satisfied. I watched it, you know, I watched every single season, and I liked yeah. it. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a good ending. But yeah. uh, anyway, regardless, no spoilers, so we won't ruin anything for you with that. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, uh, Saturday, had a great time. I will say this. So, Kenny B came up there on Saturday as well. Kenny, of course, Booker Extraordinaire for Fun Employment Radio. And... 
he um since it was raining and we did have tarps there i forgot my tarps but we did have tarps and rope and everything to kind of build ourselves a little system and since it was on and off raining we thought maybe there was a big storm coming on saturday night and so we, we wanted to be prepared for that kenny built an incredible tarp city that uh, that he had put did together. Did it rival that of your meth head neighbors? I will say this. He did a far better job than my meth head neighbors. I mean, he was climbing. He literally like scurried up trees, balanced himself. He was like 10 feet up in the air in trees, wrapping rope around with all these weird, crazy knots. Kenny and- can do anything that he believes in. Yeah. Like anything that Kenny sets his mind to, he does it and he does it with a plum. Oh, yeah. He was obsessed. Wow. Oh, yeah. And he gets obsessed to things. Like, it's, I don't think he even has control over it. No, there At was no points, stopping like, he just He just starts and he can't, he cannot physically stop doing something until it's perfect. Yeah. And and while he's climbing up these trees, we we did at one point uh, someone said to him, maybe you should hold off on that until Jason gets up here because Jason is the paramedic who could help out if he did fall ten feet out of a tree. But there was no stopping Kenny, and so he went ahead and and did what he was going to do. But I will say this: he did it. He did do a good job. Mr. Jenky says Kenny makes tarp cities. Kenny scrounges for metal. Kenny is a natural meth head. He would be an he would an excellent meth head. An excellent meth head. He really would. He would. He would. Go straight to the top of the chain of the. You sure heads. would. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just like we talked about him before, how he's like kind of the head of his all of his friends. Mm-hmm. Like when you see Kenny around, like a group of his friends, like he is clearly the man in charge. Yeah, he's bossing him around. He and calls that he calls the shots. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Interesting this is how he would be with his meth head army. Mm-hmm. He's the one to fear. And also, we did have a, we did talk about this for a while. Um, I think Tristan and I brought this up because you know here on the show we did that game of which one of your friends would be a serial killer, and we had suspected that if somebody did have to be a serial killer, it might be Scott Daly. But was we thought maybe Scott would secretly be the serial killer mm-hmm. was one idea. Kenny's the serial killer. Oh yeah, Kenny is the serial Why killer. Why did we not just, even think of that? Because it's so obvious. It's, it's so sitting right obvious. there in front of us. But is it too obvious? Well, I'm saying. I, after seeing him and uh, his I don't know, because skills. he does have, like, a character, because he's, like, he has, like, a lot of sociopathic tendencies. However, he does have, like, a, you know, he's very caring. Like, for example, like, he was going to take care of a stray cat. But then again... That's a soci- cat, though. Yeah, but then again, sociopaths can also sometimes identify uh, their, their real feelings with animals and such more than other humans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's I'm, a slippery slope. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's entirely possible that it mm-hmm. could be, uh, that it could be, it could be Kenny that's a serial killer. But luckily, he didn't slay any of us that weekend. Tristan said that Kenny was setting up tarps like he was going to be living there for good. <laughs> yeah, he was. It did. It did look like this was his new home. I mean, it was elaborate. And there are pictures of it. I don't have one with me that I can share. Uh, but we'll, we'll get some just to show show the, the elaborateness of the uh, tarp city that was created. So everybody survived it. Any, uh, it's mm-hmm. being asked at any point. Did, any, uh, did you ever fear for your life? Did anyone fear for their lives? Well, Were you afraid that somebody was going to snap? Um, there's always that threat. Yeah. But generally, if you go up there, no matter how much, because it's a lot of making fun of each other, mm. a lot of it. And sometimes somebody will get ganged up on and everyone will make fun of them. And so you got to be able to take that. You know, you can dish it back out, but uh, you got to be able to take that. And if you can't take it, it's probably not the thing for you. <laughs> Tammy says Kenny is the meth MacGyver. <laughs> yes, All right. Totally. So it's being, so Tristan has written this like four times. Ask about Kenny's chairs. Oh, God. Thank you for reminding me of that. What's this a- was... So, all right. I talked about how there was daddy long legs. Talked about how there were um, mosquitoes in my tent. This was one of the most disturbing things I've seen in a while. So, Kenny brought two chairs with him. Two camping chairs. You know, zipped up in like a, a in like, canvas yeah, bag sure. for him. Yeah. And he pulled the first one out. And I swear to you, it was one of the biggest spiders I've ever seen in my entire life. 
came crawling out of this thing. I mean, it was the size. The body alone was probably about the size of a quarter or what bigger. What the fuck? It was huge. I don't know How what kind that, of thing okay, this was. Okay, this is itchy. I don't like this talk. This is what this is the world Kenny lives in, where he's got these spiders crawling out of that thing. He's like, oh, there, there's a spider. And it was, I don't even want to describe how gross it was. I don't even want to go into it because it just, it's creeping me out even thinking about it. But this thing was crawling around in his, in his uh, chair that he pulled out. So he sets that one down, got rid of the spider, brought out his other chair and pulls it out. And he's like, "Uh oh, and he opens it up and it is crawling so much so you can hardly even see the chair with ants. There was an ant farm living in his camping chair. God damn. It was so disturbing and I don't I don't like this story. I am like I'm I'm feeling physically uncomfortable right now. It was it was disgusting. I mean a full on ant village. I won't, I won't even go into more description of it, but everything that you can think of with an ant village that was in there. And they were crawling all over his chair. Apparently he'd been storing these things outside in that where he lives and it's covered the outside of his house is now one of the scariest places ever. I never want to go there. Mm-hmm. All I all I picture his house of being like is like in Indiana Jones Temple of Doom when uh, when Indy's going through that passageway yes. and there's all the bugs crawling all yeah. over him. That's what I picture oh, his yeah. house to or be like. Oh yeah, like stick his hand through yeah. the thing. And there's like millipedes and all kinds of weird crap crawling mm. all over him. That's Kenny's house. As far as I'm concerned, that is Kenny's house and it terrifies me now because it's covered in bugs. Hmm. Uh, granted, these things were sitting outside, but still... Was he, like, not even phased by it? Not really. Nope. Nope. Didn't seem to bother him that much. Oh, God. Interesting saying those car, those chairs were in his car for a few hours. Yep. So, Kenny's car is now probably has an ant village in it. I don't know how many spiders are living in there, battling it out with each other, probably. And um, I'm just... I want to give you a fair warning if you do ride in Kenny's car at any point. Watch out. Those things were in his car for a long time. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm itchy. Yep. See, now welcome to my world. Now everyone's itchy. So, except I actually have bumps all over myself. So, but anyway, the, boy, the, the bottom line is it yes. was a fantastic time. Good. Had a great, lot of fun, lot of fun. Drank a lot. Mooned some cars. It was a good time. Good time all around? Good time all around. Did you moon a cop this year? Uh, no, there was no police officer. Although it was that awkward thing where we did moon a car that was passing by, and then they stopped and talked to us for a while. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, let me just pull my pants back up here. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, how's it going? And, uh, yeah, I had a chat with somebody who was driving by. Um, but, no, it was, uh, it was a successful, successful weekend all around. Had a well, great time. And uh, it was awesome. That just sounds so nice. It was. You know what I did all weekend? What? Not sleep in a tent covered by bugs. Yeah. It was amazing. I stayed in my nice warm apartment, watched television, painted a little, went and saw a movie this weekend. Oh. Went and saw uh, Insidious 2. Yeah. Which uh, I have to say, it was it was pretty good. Which one was Insidious One? Insidious One is uh, with the boy who like astral projects and like his so like oh, he can yeah. see yeah and like he can see like people around him when he's asleep and then like he leaves his body and all the ghosts are trying to get into his body because they want to be inside of a living being blah blah blah. So this one is the same family. Yeah, the same family basically, mm-hmm. but then it's like the same story. They move in. It's it was interesting. I, it was it was too was it long. Good? It was too long. Okay. So let me tell you, the first hour and a half of it were great. They could have clipped the last half hour. Okay. Because it was it was great, great, great. There were some good scares. There were some pretty disturbing imagery. It was great. And then 
they took it for another half hour. Okay. And it was like, okay. And, and at that point, I, I went and saw it with uh, Jessica and Tuggy. And at that point, we uh, there was one particular point. It was about an hour and a half in at the movie that just kind of looked at each other. I'm like, this is... This movie's too long at okay. this point. But I have to say, it was I, I liked it. As If you like uh, horror movies, it was actually a pretty good scary movie. Okay. Yep. All right. And now I have a mosquito bite on my leg and I can't stop itching it. And I know that it was from earlier this weekend, but now since you were thinking about it, it's like my insides have told me that it's itchy again. Mm-hmm. And now it won't stop itching. Imagine that one itch that you have on your leg and put that all over your entire arms, both arms, and every little spot. That is what I'm going through right now. Okay. I this is what it feels like. I don't care. Now I can kind of understand why. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know whether meth heads like scratch and scratch and scratch until it uh, in, until it starts bleeding. Oh, and if you're in the chat, uh, John has posted a glorious picture of Greg Nibbler as King Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will have to take a look at that Which later is in the pretty, chat archives. Pretty amazing. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, did you want to do a little bit of World of Crazy? Yes. Now all I can think about is this goddamn mosquito bite. Yeah. I am not happy with you right now. You, I, I don't feel bad for you in one, not at all. I didn't do it to myself. I didn't set out to be in nature and be eaten alive by bugs. Yeah. That's your problem. Well. All I wanted to do was just live my life this week and watch some episodes of Supernatural, which I'm kind of obsessed with at this point. Well, it's my lifelong war with the bugs, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I will say they, they did a good job this weekend. They did a very good job this weekend of getting to me. So congratulations, bugs. You win this round. Damn it. I'm going to go spray Raid on something when I get home, just, just out of spite. Oh, I hate that you were able to, like, mentally mess with me and now my leg is itchy. All right. Just feel that little tingling there. It's like, how about you and your arms covered with hundreds of bites? Yo, I don't even want to talk about that. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Well, I didn't even realize this because I was so excited about the series, uh, the Dexter series finale last night, that it was another monumentous television event. That was happening last night. It was the Emmys. The Emmys. Yes, I, Which, I saw a very small part of the Emmys. Yeah, I'm I not watched much it. Of the award show watcher. Me neither. I just I like to watch to see if, like something if there are hiccups. Okay. If there's something heavy. Uh, so I just wanted to tell you really quickly. You know, if you're if you're talking to your friends today and you're like, hey, what about that thing? I just I picked a few of the categories. Cool. That uh, were winners. So all right. Uh, for the best dramatic series, Breaking Bad won. Okay. Which I still need to see that. See. But now it's getting to the point where I'm so tired of people telling me to watch it that I almost don't want to watch it. Well, and I understand it's so good because half the comments that I'm... Because I said something about the Dexter ending, not a spoiler on my page. Half of them were, well, but Breaking Bad's is better. Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad. I'm like, I get it. I get it that Breaking Bad is an amazing show. Mm-hmm. And it probably is, and I will probably love it, and I will end up watching it. But, Jesus, it's getting annoying. Yeah. It's getting annoying. Yeah. I understand it's the greatest movie show ever and I'm missing out watching it but and I will right. watch it but it's too late now it's too late for me to start it to catch up for the, for the finale <laughs> and Mr. Janky Mr. Janky we're looking at you you're you're that kind of person he said that'd be a mistake Sarah Breaking Bad is as good as everyone says I understand I understand it's great alright and so does the Academy uh, also comedy series Modern Family which is actually pretty funny uh, let's see actor in a drama Jeff Daniels from the newsroom one alright which I, I really like that show yeah, he's uh, he he is very good in that. I'll mm-hmm. give that one. Uh, let's see, uh, actress in a comedy, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Veep. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, a supporting actor in a comedy, Tony Hale from Veep, who was also from Arrested wow. Development. Uh, let's see, uh, outstanding guest actress in a comedy series was Melissa Leo from Louie. Now I was tra- now I looked her up to try and figure out she's the one that basically 
like turns around, like kind of date rapes him, where she brings him out to the car and forces him to. Oh, do yeah. stuff to her at gunpoint. Oh, yeah. So okay. she actually won Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series for that. All right. And, of course, Outstanding Variety Series, The Colbert Report. So I just want to let you guys know what was going on. Colbert Report won. Mm-hmm. Okay. It sure did. All right, next up. Of course, it wouldn't be a week if Miley Cyrus wasn't doing something fucking stupid. And uh, if you listen to any or all radio stations in the Portland metro area, even for a second, you've heard them babbling about this iHeartRadio festival thing Yes, that was happening, which always doesn't make sense to me because it always says that it's sold out even though you can't buy tickets. So it starts out being sold out. Yeah. I don't know. I call shenanigans. Yeah, there could be a little bit of shenanigans. I think there's there. there's shenanigans afoot with this. So anyway, it's something that they call the iHeartRadio festival and it's all kinds of people that are playing like, ooh, here are our songs. Miley Cyrus is one of them. So, uh, of course... She does like the attention, as we've talked about before. So uh, when she was there this weekend, she graced the stage wearing only a mesh dress and pasties. Oh. But this is why I wanted to read this to you, Greg. Because not only was she doing that, but Miley Cyrus enlisted the help of many dancing little people for her performance this past weekend. What? Yes, Miley Cyrus delivered a four-song set. You're telling set. me this on the one day my computer is not working, so I cannot instantly pull this up? Yes, following chance of Miley Miley, she dressed up in white uh, white laced up lingerie and a daisy necklace emerged on stage alongside several little people, some that she had dressed up as mushrooms and flowers. <laughs> and two of the little people dancers were wearing a giant rainbow costume. The stage's drum set was covered with a photo of Miley Cyrus sticking out her tongue. As she strutted across the stage half nude, she noted that the the things that she's been doing on stage in her music videos are getting her into trouble. She says that she does it because it's just her feeling doing what her heart and her soul is telling her to do, which apparently involves dressing up little people as mushrooms and gnomes. Can I tell you something? Yes. I'm starting to kind of like her. Oh, Jesus. Just a little bit. Not like when I was infatuated with Kesha for that, you know, month that we were we were dating. But this is I've got some interest. I'm interested. I'd be interested to talk. So Miley, you know, get a hold of us, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. And um Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think we could I think we could talk and I mean bringing out little people on stage and doing some pretty cut. Oh, she was also spanking the little people too. And she was half dressed? She was, I, I, if you could call that dress, she was barely wearing it. She was wearing underwear yeah, and two black pasties and a mesh dress and apparently a daisy necklace. Yeah, we could talk. Mm-hmm. Well, Keelan even just called that before you said it. What? He's like, I bet Greg's going to be back on the on the Miley train <laughs> right before you started saying I it. was never on the Miley train. This is a new, this is a new thing. I'm open to talk. Interest expressed. Well, I did notice that this next story, I uh, had covered it last week, but now this is on the cover of People magazine. I saw it today, and somebody actually uh, sent it to me via the Twitters, about the girl who was married to the man for eight days and then pushed him off the cliff. Oh, yeah. All right. So that is uh, that uh, actually... Glacier National Park. Yep. So that is actually the head story on People magazine this week. Ugh. Uh, so it gets even weirder. So a song that was custom written for the wedding... Of the woman accused of pushing her husband face first off a cliff is striking some as bizarrely prophetic, including the songwriter. So basically, what happened is this woman, Jordan Lynn Graham, uh, she was the woman who allegedly pushed her eight day husband off the cliff, okay. uh, hired a local songwriter, Elizabeth Shea, to compose an original song called Your Mine that she wanted to play as they, you know, as she walked down the aisle and they had their vows. Okay. 
so normally lyrics like the ones in the song would seem as common songwriting metaphors. In this case, it's seen as a chilling prophecy, especially since Graham allegedly pushed her, pushed her husband off of a cliff in Glacier National Park just eight days after their wedding. So some of the lyrics from the song are as, su- are as such. So one of them was, everyone wants a safe place to fall and you're mine. Okay. You help me climb higher for a better view. You're my safe place to fall. I'll never let you go. You. The songwriter is freaked out by the coincidence, especially the song was written months before the wedding and the subsequent tragedy. Did the did the girl when she hired her specifically say I want references to height and uh she said that uh, she writes her songs using the imagery based on the interests shared by her clients, what they tell them that they're about. So I think she said that they talked about hiking. <sighs> of course, Graham is currently on house arrest at her parents' home in Montana, pending trial for second-degree murder for shoving her husband off the cliff. Whereas she had murder spasms, which you have expressed that you have those thoughts sometimes. I do not. There's th- thoughts for myself. We'll never be going camping with you. Whatever. And finally, out of Gigante, Colombia. Wait. Gig- what was what was the name of the town? Gigante. G i g a n t e. Gigante. Wouldn't that be Gigante? Sure. What would it be? No, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go with that one. Gigante. 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 Is that what it is? I think that's how you would say that. Gigante. It isn't gigante? <laughs> giganti. <laughs> Just say it giganti. Mm. What's the capital of Colombia? Giganta. Giganta. That's what somebody said. Giganta. It's Bogota. Bogota. Stop it. All right. This last story. Apologize for the man who hates the penis stories, but somebody sent this to me. And it's everywhere. So here we go. Because he did it to himself. So this is out of Gigante, Colombia. <laughs> a man named Gentil Ramirez had to have his penis removed after he allegedly overdosed on the erectile dysfunction medication Viagra. Uh. He over- He did this to himself, dude. So Gentil Ramirez of Gigante, Colombia. Uh, so the 66-year-old man from Gigante, whose name has not been released, or actually it has been released, of course it's uh, Gentil Ramirez, uh, told a local newspaper that he intentionally had overdosed on Viagra to impress his new girlfriend and to be able to satisfy her all night long. <sighs> However, the penis-enhancing drug caused the man, uh, who said he was a former, a former member of the Gigante Municipal Council, to experience a constant state of erection for several days. After several days had passed, he then decided, hey, I have a boner that's not going away. I might need some medical help. So he took, let's see, uh, five times the amount of oh my God. Viagra that he was Isn't supposed, he supposed to. Isn't you're supposed to call for help if it's an erection lasting over four hours or yes, something? this was three days. Uh, doctors in Gigante referred the man to a medical facility in Neva, where... Where? Shut up. Where doctors noted that the man's penis was inflamed, fractured, and showed signs of gangrene. Oh, my God! And had to amputate to prevent inflammation and gangrene from spreading to other parts of his body. How did he get gangrene in it? I don't know. It was fractured? It was fractured. Oh... 
Uh, nevertheless, after the surgery, he is recovering well. Penis damage isn't the only possible side effect of taking too much Viagra in 2010. Uh, a man claimed he took too many of the blue pills and couldn't see for two days. So I'm just saying, guys, follow the labels. Why would you pills. overdose? I don't know. Like, if it, you get a boner, it's not like you're going to get a super boner or something like that. It's not like gonna, you're not going to grow like three extra inches on your penis or something by overdoing it. It right. has one purpose. Hegante. Hegante. That's what, no, that's what uh, Bean is saying. I trust Bean. That's I don't trust you. It. That's still not it. Yes, it is. All right, there we go. So Shockwave says uh, erections slow the blood flow to the penis if prolonged and cause tissue to die. Therefore, uh, apparently oh, leading to gangrene. So word of the wise, don't... Just read the label and don't overdose yourself on Viagra. Unless you want a super boner. Because then you're going to be a story in my world of crazy. And I don't want to do this. This isn't fun for me. I don't want to have to tell you guys this. This is more of like a warning to just let you know. It's a public service announcement is what it, it is. It is a public service announcement. Just just don't do that. Okay? Love me. Stop looking at me while you're saying that. Like, I, this isn't... Greg, a, don't overdose on Viagra, okay? Just don't do I'm it. not that old. Well, that, my friends, is your world of crazy. I think I'm going to dye my hair pink today. In shocking news that you've never said before. Mm-hmm. What days don't you want to dye your hair? Have you ever had a day where you just sit there and say, I, I don't feel like I'm happy with how my hair is? Today? No, it's one of my OCD. It's, I hate saying like, oh, but it is one of my obsessive traits. Yeah. Like if I decide that I'm going to do something. Didn't you just get it cut? I got it cut yesterday. Yeah. And you already want to change I it. need to get ready for the photo shoot because clearly someone's going to have to pick up the slack for your bug-bitten face. So I'm going to have to look extra good because you're going to be all... You mean the scab I have on my nose? Oh, is that what you're referring to? God. Well, Dan and I got into a little wrestling match. Once again, Ricketts Fest does not sound at all homoerotic. It... We settle differences our own ways. <laughs> Well, as we said before earlier in the day, so uh, Greg's computer is uh, on the outs right now. Yes. So he has his cell phone over there, which has been a little distracting, but I know it's uh, even more distracting for you to not have a computer to work on. So he's over there, and I know that you put together a little bit of ball talk. Yes. Is this something that you're ready to do? I think so. You think so? I've got a little bit here. This is Greg and his cell phone ball talk. (laughs) All right, you ready to go? I'm ready to go. All right, let's do this. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. 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 Oh, by the way, one quick word that I was—I forgot to say. Uh, Mr. Aaron Duran, our usual sometimes secret, our super mystery secret guest, guest yeah. um, is not going to be in today because he was at <laughs> Rose City Comic Con all weekend with the rest of the Geek in the City boys and all the other people. And um, he came down with the funk. He thinks he's got a little bit of con funk going on. Con funk. So he's he's at home right now, uh, thankfully not resting spreading, comfortably, resting, joking with doctors, not spreading the con funk to us. Which we are greatly appreciative of that, Aaron. And so because of that, there will be no drive time at the drive-in. Uh, this week, Accidental Housewives will still go on. Yes. No conflict. First up in Ball Talk, we have this. I'm not quite sure what to make of this because it's uh, it's just come out. Shaquille O'Neal. You're familiar with Shaquille O'Neal. So oh, I, sure. I would, I would suppose. He is a basketball. He was a basketball player. Yes, he was. Yes. 
Yes, he was. And now, uh, you know, current announcer on uh, TNT and TBS and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just come out that Shaquille O'Neal's getting back into the basketball game because he has just bought, purchased a minority share of the Sacramento Kings. Shaq is going to be a part owner, or apparently is now a part owner, of the Sacramento Kings. Interesting. That is weird. So, Shaquille actually has quite a bit of history with Sacramento Kings. When he was playing for the Lakers, and they were winning all their championships, that was right during the period when Sacramento was actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never quite made it to the top, because the Lakers would stop them, just like the Lakers did the Blazers, blah, 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 so everybody hits the Lakers. Uh, but Shaq used to publicly call Sacramento the Sacramento Queens. And rip on them constantly. Huh. He was a big enemy of the Sacramento fans. They did they did not like him, but now he's And also is going that sounds be... slightly homophobic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. Oh, it was meant shit. it was it wasn't meant to uh in... <laughs> Aaron's pointing out the fact that the headline actually read Shaq, minority owner of the Kings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that does that does actually say that. That is I admit I did not think about oh, that. Oh wow. He is now well, but that's what he is. That's what he is. It's, it's He's a got fact. a minority share, yes, of the Sacramento Kings. So um, Shaq now he's going to be announced as this Tuesday. So tomorrow in a big press conference, no word on whether he's going to continue on at TBS and TNT and doing all that stuff. There we go. Story number one. Awesome. Moving on in ball talk. Got a couple of football stories from the weekend. Football. Football. I saw a little bit of a football game yesterday. Really? You watched football? I didn't. Well, it just happened to be on and there was nothing else to do. Because uh, I went out to lunch with a friend and it was the Bengals-Packers game. Yes. Yes. There were lots of people uh, getting very angry and drunk about it. It was like... Probably a lot of Packers fans. A lot of Packers fans. And, yeah. and then some Bengals fans. Because I think didn't they I think they won at the end uh, or something. Cincinnati did win. Yeah. Yes. And so there were a lot of... I heard a lot of screaming and then like a lot of people storming out. Which, luckily, it doesn't matter that Cincinnati won, because since I don't really have an allegiance to necessarily a team, although go Dolphins, um, the uh, I did announce before the season started that Green Bay would win the uh, NFL championship. They would they would win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Bowl, they super. And uh, so that is the fact. So Green Bay fans, don't even worry about it. Don't sweat this regular season stuff. You're going to be there celebrating with Aaron Rodgers after they win the Super Bowl. Okay. Merely based on my st- st- statistical analysis. All right, uh, this, though, has to do with the Arizona Cardinals game. So Rashad Johnson is a safety for the Arizona Cardinals and was playing the game. He uh, he was in there for, for quite a while, went out one time for a break, removed his glove, and at that point realized the tip of his middle finger had been severed. Oh! And he had been playing like that for a number of plays, not realizing his finger so took- was <gasps> severed. So he took off his glove, and then the tip was just hanging out. And there? the tip fell out, of, <laughs> fell out of the glove. Oh my god! Now he doesn't know exactly how it happened. He thinks maybe it was during a tackle when he was tackling a Saints player. And they're wearing gloves, you know, when they're happen? out there. But well, I mean, you're hitting people pretty hard. But how do you? But you have to be like, so you have to have something to sever it. Well, it what could it could be? be a foot, a helmet, or a something? cleat that could have come down and stepped on his finger and severed it that way. Could be a helmet. Maybe it got jammed into a face mask and just. Snapped it off. But regardless, he did play. He, he continued to play and didn't even know it was broken until he went out there. Or not broken. Severed. Yeah, broken is better than that. Severed. Oh. Oh, severed God. Finger. Wouldn't he have seen... I'm sorry, this is awful, but wouldn't he have seen the, the blood and... Well, no, he has a glove on. But, I mean, wouldn't it have leaked through? No, they're thick gloves. 
wouldn't have started. I mean, if you sever your finger, that's a that's a artery. That's a lot like, of blood that should be gushing out from like at the bottom of it. You would think one would think, but uh, no, apparently not. So there we go, severed finger. Moving on to ball talk. A um, couple of other stories. So this one actually has to do with uh, it's just. It's a big story that's going on right now in all sports, so I'm just going to kind of give you a summary a summary of what's happening. Okay. So Von Miller. Von Miller is a Pro Bowl linebacker for the, meaning he was like an all-star linebacker for the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be a big part of their defense this year. He's a, he's a big star in the NFL. But he was uh, suspended for four games originally to start the season off for failing a drug test. Then it got bumped up to six games. And there's been a lot of speculation where, like, how do you all of a sudden throw two more games in there, which is a big deal. Two more games, that's a huge deal. Mm -hmm. So that's almost half of the season that he's going to be suspended. And now it's coming out as to why it is that he got the extra two games on top of it. So it wasn't just for failing the dread test. It was for his attempt to try to elude the testing. Try 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 to go go away from the testing. Sorry, I'm, I'm pulling it up on my phone here. Yeah, Greg, again, about. Greg's like doing this all on his phone. I'm pretty impressed that you were able to like put this all together on your phone. Yeah, well, do what you can. Oh, so he was trying to like not take the test or try to trick the test. He was trying to. Trickery? He was trying to. Yes, and that's what he was trying to do. So mm-hmm. here's here's what happened. Um, so they for the NFL when they do these drug tests, they have a bunch of different people that will come out and uh, that are employed by the NFL to show up and give random tests. Mm-hmm. Now Von Miller lived in, lives in Miami in the off season, which I guess a lot of NFL players do for some reason. They all like to live down there, and he uh, had the local sample collector. Basically, they come and collect their urine. Um, <laughs> showed up, but this guy though happened to be a huge Von Miller fan, so much so that Von Miller. Ended up uh, convincing this guy that they were buddies and that the guy should just go ahead and uh, use someone else's urine for the test. He convinced this this collector, the urine collector, uh, that that he should cheat for him. And oh, the guy wow. did it. And the guy would submit samples that weren't his. Now, there was one sample that he did end up submitting that was diluted, but it was enough to prove that he had, he had taken some kind of drug. And that is why he got the four-game four suspension. <laughs> but they found out about the other one. Because another collector in a different city noticed that Von Miller wasn't in the city at the same time as where his sample was supposedly collected. So oh. it was this big conspiracy. But that's the only way they found out is this one guy put two and two together and was like, wait a minute. Well, just for example, this says the sample was collected in St. Louis, but he was in Miami posting on Twitter at that time. Um, that okay. Make sense. Yeah, that does not make sense. And so that is why. But he, uh, he did convince this guy to go ahead and cheat for him. So the guy has been suspended. And um, that is why... You always gotta like You have to realize That at this day and age Like you can be placed Anywhere at any time My friend who was trying To elude uh, Trying to get his unemployment While he was on vacation Oh Doesn't realize that You can actually see You know the location Of where you're Was he posting on Facebook or something No 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 But like when he When you submit Your unemployment stuff I remember this From my my stint In in unemployment uh, They can actually tell Where you are right Like where you are yeah. Like, so he w- he was in, like, uh, I can't remember, like, Mexico or something. And they totally busted him yeah. on Yeah. And he was wow. just like, you weren't looking for work here in Mexico. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah. Ouch. Somebody legally, never mind. Yep. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Leave it at that. Yep. Leave it at that. Yep. All right. Honesty is always the best policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to ball talk. We have this. Tim Debo's in the news again. Oh, boy. Now, of course, he still insists that he can be an NFL quarterback and still wants to get back into the NFL. The CFL 
loosely tried to get him to come up there. He said he will not play for the CFL. That's Canadian, Canadian Football, Football League. League. Yes. But here's something I had no idea even existed. There is apparently a Russian League of American Football. So in Russia, there are about four or five teams that play American football, including the Moscow Black Storm. For some reason, American football in Russia sounds scary. It does. <laughs> there, there does seem seems to like if you weird. if you fail them, then like you you get like your your kicking foot. Any sport in Russia up. sounds like it would be. Scary. Yeah. Uh, so the Moscow Black Storm offered Tim Tebow one million dollars, one million dollars to come and play quarterback for them, and uh, Tebow did turn it down. Oh. Turned it down. He still thinks that he can end up being still hanging on, still hanging on to it. Um, moving on to ball talk, potpourri of balls smattering. This was kind of cool. So I talked earlier in the year about uh, earlier, I don't know, a couple months ago or something about Mariano Rivera. So Mariano Rivera is a closer for the New York Yankees. So which means he pitches at the end of the game to try to you know gotcha. win the game out. They usually come in like the last three innings or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and he's one of the best of all time. But this is his last season playing. So as he goes around to different stadiums, everybody's doing honoring Mariano Rivera, even opposing teams, because he's played for like, I don't know, 20 years or something like that. Mm. And uh, the thing is, though, so closers always have a specific song that they come out to. So you remember, do you remember watching Major League? Did you oh, yeah, that? I like that movie. How uh, he came out with Wild Thing. Mm-hmm. Well, teams that players actually do that. They have their theme songs they come out to when really? they walk out across from the bullpen. Yeah. And his has always been Metallica's Enter Sandman. Well, at Yankee Stadium, this was um, uh, just this last week, Metallica showed up, and fo- so when he came out to pitch, Metallica actually played Enter Sandman. Oh, that's cool. The whole band while he came out and walked across the field. That's kind of cool. All right, that's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. So I thought that was cool, so I just wanted to bring that one up. Gosh, anybody uh, who has ever heard Tom Likas, I always associate that goddamn song with him. Oh, really? That was how he started his show. When I used to have to, when I, uh, when I was a board operator for that show, yeah, that was every, like every time I still hear that riff, I hear like it's the Tom Likas show. Oh yeah, that was oh, yeah, yeah, that is associated mm-hmm. with. Well, that's just like um, Welcome to the Jungle is associated with Jim Rome now. Yeah, although it's still an awesome song. And finally, in ball talk, we have this in our potpourri smattering of balls coming from my cell phone. Floyd Mayweather, you know who Floyd Mayweather is? Boxer, one, largely. That sounds like a boxer his, name. Best of his generation. Sure, very rich man. Very, very rich man. He just made about $42 million on that last fight, plus probably more. Um, also likes to bet a lot. And he did uh, post a thank you to none other than Johnny Football. Johnny Football. He said, congratulations at J Manziel 2 for putting on a fantastic show. He may not be able to make money off himself, but I can. And so he had posted he had bet on Texas A&M for the first half to cover a certain point spread. He bet $220,000, made himself an extra two hundred grand that day. <laughs> two hundred grand. Off of one half of college football. If you have money, you can make money. So that is Floyd Mayweather thanking Johnny Football. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. So there we go, Sarah. Thank you, Greg. I feel so much more educated about everything. I itch so bad. I know you do, and you're making me actually itch by you scratching yourself right now. Oh, well, we do have a birthday that we need to yes, get to. Yes, let's do that. So we want to wish a very happy birthday to a very special listener who lives in the great state of Texas. Yeehaw. Is that your Texas sound? That's my, that's my Texas sound. Uh, so, of course, we want to send this out. Uh, we Stars get a request. at night are big and bright. 
I remember I used to have a Disney. Deep in the heart of Texas. I had a tape go, with, with Donald Duck singing that. Oh, really? No, that's Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Pee-wee's no, Pee-wee Donald Duck did. Anyway, so uh, Katie from Texas wanted to give us a big uh, one to let us know about her husband's birthday. And so we want to give him a big happy birthday wish to Norm. Norm. Norm from Texas. Happy, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. Yeah, people are asking if Texas is really that great. It's great because Norm and Katie live there. It's probably horrible for more reasons. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've there never, are, there are good to be honest, I've never been to Texas. Uh, so San- I, don't, I don't feel like I, I don't have any... I have had limited time in Texas. I spent about 10 days in San Antonio at one time. San Antonio was a lot of fun. It's cool. Riverwalk there. A lot of hot chicks, actually. San All Antonio right. is pretty cool. Okay, yeah. well, I'm glad to yeah, hear I that. Yeah, I had a good time there. I had All a good time right. in San Antonio. <laughs> me sitting Don't make that there. noise. Sitting on a wink. Um, yeah, so there we go. So you have like a digital trends thing today, right? I do indeed. What are you going to do to cover all that up? Long sleeve shirts. If you go, are you going to get one of those bodysuits like Green Man and? Uh, well, if you go it's to Always Sunny, if you go to digitaltrends.com right now, I'm I'm up on there for the DT Daily for today, and uh, you will notice I have a long sleeve shirt, and also a little bit more makeup than normal on because I'm covering up. Oh, so oh. A scab on my nose. <laughs> so you're saying what we can see is a Greg resplendent in makeup and long sleeve shirts. Yes. Wow, it is true. A little bit of rouge, a little bit of a lip stain. Not rouge. You know, I didn't want to look uh, scabby on on camera. Oh. So, wow. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget, if you're going to buy anything from Amazon.com, go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on that Amazon link because that is fantastic when you do so. Yes. Absolutely. We greatly appreciate that. So it's just one <laughs> extra click. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. What's going on in the live chat? I just I have Carrie no idea. She wrote, it was a Greg show today. It was short. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, computers. I love and loathe you, technology. Yes, indeed. Greg, you need to stop making declarative statements against technology and against bugs because you're losing both of those battles. They did get both their revenge. Just say, you don't don't say anything bad about them. Just be like, I, I appreciate you. I, I, let's coexist together because you making blind threats to them is not working in either I of our I appreciate technology. Bugs, I do not appreciate, and I won't back down from that stance. I won't back down from it. My best of luck to you then. I'm covered in bumps. I would. I do not want to ever hear you say that again. Seriously, you want to take a look at him? No. Like, it's really weird. No. thought about posting a picture of it, then I thought it might gross too many people out. Don't. Covered in bumps. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Fun Radio and like us on Facebook, Fun Employment Radio. We'll be back tomorrow with, guess what? More Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.